Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Eric St. Show podcast. The daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day from the Impact Power Sports Studio. Welcome. Uh, yesterday was remarkable. I sat in front of one Bill Simonson to do the huge show. And I, it's hard to explain what goes through his mind. There was a segment that we were doing where we brought in one of the executives from the Grand Rapids Gold basketball team. His name is Trey Connor. I've known him for a decade. Trey, good to see you. Come on in. Let's go chat. He sits down. Now, the conversation is to be had by these two. Trey Connor and Bill. I am there to just, yeah, you know, uh, I'm more of a producer's role for the show. Make sure the show gets on the air. Make sure the show stays on the air. Line up the guests for him. Just very uh, rudimentary duties, to be sure. We sit down, and uh, Bill has the tendency to, he, um, He'll talk too much about like the things the, uh, he, he gives me too many accolades. It's remarkable. He does such a, he's, I don't know why he does this, but he's, he's, oh my God, can you believe this? He's the PA announcer. He does such a good job, blah, 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 blah. Now I, I want him to talk about Trey. I want him to talk to Trey. I want him to pick his brain about what it's like running a uh, minor league basketball franchise. Yeah, you know, sports stuff. He turns to me. And he says, easy. So uh, you work for the gold, blah, 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 blah. And then he asks, how much are they paying you? And I'm like, what? What? what is going? And I actually said, I go, wait, why are you so concerned with the, with the money that I make? Are you, is this, you just don't know what to ask me? So you say to me, how much money do I make? With, I mean, what are you doing? The guy's sitting right in front of me. The guy who's instrumental in keeping me as the PA announcer there. What do you, I mean, and so this is my new technique with Bill. Instead of actually answering him, I ask him a question. In this case, what is wrong with you? And then he immediately gets defensive. Well, not the defensive like an antagonistic, mean like he's retreating. Because he's such a damn bull in a china shop. And it turned it actually turned out to be very funny. 
I'm like, what kind of a question? Who asks someone how much money they make? Do I ask you how much money you make? And he's under some impression that I constantly get um, get the short end of the deal when it comes to income. It's like, Bill, do I need to remind you that I have a hot tub? All right. You can't be getting the short end of the stick and own a hot tub. Of course, I'm not getting the short end of the stick. I know exactly what I'm doing. You ever hear the term uh, stay in your lane? This is a great stay in your lane moment. We're on the radio for one minute. We've got a guest there and you ask me how much he is paying me. Now, maybe he's crazy like a fox and he knows that that would lead to some fireworks. And boy, did it. It was outstanding. Then he started to talk about the NBA All-Star Game. And I guess he did not like the NBA All-Star festivities. Now, I did not watch the NBA All-Star festivities. Bill is talking like, oh, there was a a dumpster fire. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. And I go, really? He says, yes. I go, why? And the first thing out of his mouth is, well, the court. The court had LED lighting on the floor, and I didn't like that. I go, so blinky lights is the reason. Blinky lights are the reason why you didn't. You did not like the NBA All-Star Game. And he gets all frustrated with me about that because he knows where I'm going. He knows I'm going to make him look like a first-class jackass. And he goes, I believe that they were targeting they were targeting the audience for the 18 to 34-year-old. Now, in my brain, I'm like, so what? What do you want him to do? Target the 65 and older crowd like you and have him wear Larry Bird shorts? Come on. I go, well, that explains it. If they are targeting to eight, the 18 to 34 range, you're 65 years old. Of course, you know, you sound like you're screaming at clouds right now. You see, the only chance that us old idiots have of surviving and just squeaking out a few more years of, um, you know, credence where we're actually have uh somebody who pays attention to us i don't know why i said credence that doesn't make sense a few more years before we go into obscurity that's what i see i can't even talk i'm so old it's but i'm aware of this bill is not like what do you want him to do the only thing we can do is is lean in to these young people who rule the world all right We can talk to our fan base, our audiences, but they're dying off by the day. And it's not like there's young people that are going, oh, yeah, I got to listen to this old asshole. We don't, nobody gives a shit. What are you doing? Yeah, they tailored it to the 18 to 34 crowd. Correct. And when you were that age, people tailored shit to your age. Come on. 
And then finally, I did. I, I was so happy with this. I was so proud of this. He went off on this rant about Jawan Howard, the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines basketball team. And they have, they've been terrible. And he starts um, talking about the athletic director named Ward Manuel. And he seems to think that Ward Manuel is um, whatever, dragging his feet about the basketball team. And he's got all these opinions and it makes it seem like he doesn't like this, this guy, this Ward Manuel. Now, my meager knowledge of sports, I know that um, in when it comes to Michigan football, in particular, Michigan fan is mad at Ward Manuel because they think that he didn't have the cheater Harbaugh's back. All right? And that made it easy for Harbaugh to go to the pros. So these brainwashed Harbaugh Michigan football lunatics like Bill, uh, they have this, you know, they, they've got this little war going on in their brains. And so he's dogging Ward Manuel about not firing Juwan Howard. And then I go, hey, it sounds like, and I actually set him up beautifully. It was an expert job. I go, sounds like you don't really like that Ward Manuel. Yeah, well, and then he just, I'm reeling him in. He falls into the trap. He goes, yeah, well, after he didn't have Harbaugh's back, I go, what do you mean? I go, you mean he didn't support, and I actually said it. I go, you mean because he didn't support Harbaugh when he cheated? And then, oh, no, Bill realizes, oh, I've been caught in another Eric Zane trap. This is on the air. Now, this has never happened on that show before, okay? It's just Bill uh, jamming his, uh, his, his opinions down everybody's throat. He's never had somebody like me. He's never had somebody like me who's actually uh, giving him a, a counter opinion, but in the snarkiest of ways. Okay. Oh, he goes, there's no proof. I go, there is two proof. There's plenty of proof. And he's, uh, he, and then I, I start going, he starts talking about uh, even more of that. And I go, well, this isn't court. Uh, this isn't legality. There isn't anybody doing anything illegal here. But he cheated. What's the big deal? It's it's okay. Who cares? Oh, my God. And this went on and on and on. And I'm thinking to myself, this is what this show needs. This show needs a kick in the pants. It needs me. It needs me with my hair. As that show's getting started, I get there half an hour before Bill does. I have to get the show on the air without get, uh, going too far down the rabbit hole of minutia. The uh, show has to um, connect to a satellite, and then that satellite spits it out to all these radio stations across the great state of Michigan. I am in charge of that. And it's real simple. You make one phone call 
to an organization, a company called Westwood One. And there's a guy who's about 500 pounds with Cheeto dust all over his shirt, picking his boogers, sitting in a room with control windows or uh, control boards and monitors everywhere surrounding him. He picks it up. Westwood One, Peter. Peter, this is Eric, fill-in producer for the huge show in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm ready to test. What we're doing is we're determining that when a certain button is hit in the studio, a silent tone will uh, activate commercials for all these radio stations. This is dumbing it down. It's very important that this tone gets tested to determine that it's working appropriately. Otherwise, all these radio stations have nothing, dead air. It's on a computer monitor. All I have to do is hit this one button. Now, if what um, is about to happen happens, it fucks everything up. So this is very important, but it's very simple. I say, okay, Peter, uh, Eric Zane, huge show, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Are you getting my audio? Yeah. Send me your EVQ. EVQ tone. Don't know what it stands for. I hit the tone. Now all I need to do is hear him say, got it. You're good. Goodbye. That is not what I hear. What I hear is, wait, did you say huge show or the D.L. Hughley show? I said, oh, I said the huge show in Grand Rapids, not D.L. Hughley. You'd think you'd keep them separate. He goes, oh, I had the Hughley show on. Okay, I got the huge show on now, and now I'm just waiting for him to say, you're all set. He goes, send me the EVQ again. And I'm like, oh. I said, I don't know how to do that. I can't just depress the button. It's like, it's it's gray now. I have to ungray it somehow. I don't know how to ungray. I go, why did you do that? Well, I didn't mean to. It was an accident. Uh, uh, I go, well, is there a workaround? You got to, I mean... You ever see Apollo 13? They do the fucking workaround. They all get in the fucking limb. They depower. They boom, they're home. You give me a workaround. I don't have a workaround. I go, God damn it. I go, you realize I have to call the guy who's on vacation. He is in Arizona golfing, smoking tons of pot and drinking. And I'm supposed to call him. I don't want to tell you. I go, God damn it, Peter. I hang up on him. I call Lurch. He goes, what? You can just tell. I go, don't freak out. And thank God he was stoned to the bone. Because uh, he, I told him when I got to the D.L. Hughley part of the story, he laughed and laughed and laughed. It was incredible. Holy cow, was that spectacular. Thank God we figured out how to do it. Okay. Now, what I've talked about so far on the Eric Zane Show podcast has been when my internet is down, I've just been recording 
so that I would have it and then be able to post it later. But I'm going to attempt. I'm going to attempt as I talk to you. No, actually, no, I'm not. I don't think this thing is working. I still am struggling to get an internet connection. That is such a bummer. No big deal. We can figure that out. Uh, finally, as part of my broadcast day uh, with Billy, I get downtown and I see there is metered parking. There is an open spot. Now, this this is rare. Normally, I have to throw it in the uh, garage, parking garage. And I never want to pay for it. So they give you one hour free. So I set my watch for 55 minutes. And then I go down, move it, leave the ramp, come right back in the ramp, get another ticket, and you can get another hour. You can do that a whole damn day. But if you got a meter... You pay like next to nothing. The meters here are so cheap and they're all hooked up to an app. Beautiful spot right there. Pull right in. I log in and read problems. I don't know what's going on. It won't let me do it. It says uh, there are no spots available. I go, well, of course there's a spot available. I'm right here. I'm, I'm in the spot. How can I, how can a spot not be available? How does the meter know? How does the app know that there's no spots available? This is impossible. Run upstairs. All that bullshit that I just told you about with Peter happens. Come downstairs. Try to figure it out. Nothing. I can't figure out what the fuck. At about that time, I see a, a mom get out of her car. She got her baby and she's struggling at the fucking meter across the street. Like, what the hell is going on here? So then they have another kiosk. Uh, you can uh, actually, I'm standing at the meter using the app, but then there's a kiosk. I go, I'm just going to go pay at the kiosk. I go to the kiosk, put my card in. And it's like, your money's no good here. You cannot get a ticket. I'm like, what the fuck? And then very bottom, it says all parking free. President's Day. What? My God, I had no idea. I say to the lady, I go, ma'am, are you having trouble with that? And she thinks I'm a terrorist. She says, uh, yeah. I go, it's free. I just, it's taken me 45 minutes to figure this out. It is free today. Holy cow. She says, oh, well, thank you. I go, thank you. What do you think of my hair? Off I go. This all happened within the first handful of minutes uh, of actually just getting there. It's like, my God, this is this is the perfect thing that happens on like a Monday when people say, oh, my God, I got a case on the Monday. Jesus. But then uh, we we had a, we had a good time. Uh, I'll be back there today. We've got more insiders. It'll be on the huge show, whatever. Uh, I said to Michael, why do you have all these insiders? Why don't you just have me? This would be a hell of a lot better show if it was just me and you. But instead, you got to talk like Michigan State basketball and stuff. It's like, this is ridiculous. All right. Story I've been sitting on for uh, about a week. It's at the Griffins game. 
And um, after every period of play, I have to go to the bathroom. As you know, prostate issues. Shuffle across the ice. Go pee. Come back. Every time I walk across the ice, all the players are in the locker room at this point, except one, the goalie. His name's Sebastian Kosa. He's like 21 years old. He's one of the biggest people I've ever seen in my life. He's six foot seven before he takes off the skates. So he's upwards about six foot 10 when he's, when I see him at when, during my pee breaks and he's uh, taking off of all the equipment that he has a, these, uh, the one glove to catch the puck, the other one called the blocker. The um, equipment manager t- uh, takes the gloves off and he puts them on these dryers that pump hot air to dry it so that it's uh, comfortable for him when he gets back on the ice. He's taking off the mask and he sees me. And he goes, hey. And I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? And uh... all right, sorry, I just got a text. My pal Rhonda says, hey, on the way to work, I was listening to LAV and Michelle McCormick uh, had named someone she didn't like, and she called you a rat bastard. She was joking around. I just thought it was funny. Why would Michelle call me a rat bastard? I need to call there. That might be fun. What is their number? Can somebody look up the W? LAV, no, I, I can't. I'm not live. I just realized I'm not live. Isn't that embarrassing? So now, and I'm not going to edit that out. WLAV request line. It's so weird um, to be doing this show thinking that I'm on the air and like I'm not, you know? Uh, 616-459-9797. 616-459-9797. It's probably going to ring forever because they're playing some stupid game or whatever nonsense that they do on that show. But you light don't want old set. people. No, plus he lied on the onset. So Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, what do you say? Uh, I don't know. I, I was just, uh, I was uh, heard that you called me a bad name. This is Eric Zane. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Michelle, Michelle chose Greg, you. Greg dared me to call you a bastard, and I said he is a bastard, but he'll be he'll appreciate me calling him a bastard. Because, Eric, here's what happened. Yeah. All she does is get on the air and profess her love to anyone and everyone who will listen. Not oh, everyone. I love I this hate person. Lo- but, I love this person. But you guys really I, know that I hate most people, including so I, Eric knows this too. But yeah. so I said, Eric, to say something bad about somebody, start with Zane. Okay. And I said, yeah. and Trav said he's a bastard. And I said, yep. yeah, that. But then I said, but wait, I like bastard. It was hard. It was hard okay. to think of something bad to say about you. Well, that's, yeah. that sounds about right because you're kind of like crusty. So... Yeah, 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 right on. Like, I don't have, you're right, I'm an old hag. I don't have any good An language. old hag, he didn't say that. He said crusty. Well, well means old hag. you I, know what I mean. I don't yeah. mean, no, I don't mean old hag. I mean, you're just kind of rough around the edges. You're you're kind of my kind of lady. I think that in an alternate reality, we would make a wonderful couple couple together. Okay, you, guys need to get, just, you guys need to get a room? I just Gross. threw up in my mouth. Oh, oh, oh no. She's <laughs> my kind of broad. Yeah. Get in line, We know Jane. it's an Eric Spank Get bank line. now. Oh, 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 Travis. Travis, you pig. 
I know it. Eric, though, you know that it's it's nothing but love and hate and love and hate and love and hate. Well, of and course, love. of course. Yeah. Of okay. course. And I because love you guys. Why. I love you so much. How long? By the way, time. what time did they tell you this? Because I want to know how fast it took somebody to report our asses I, to you. Oh, I, got it. you? Yeah. I got it uh, from a, f- a friend who was listening uh, two minutes ago. You tell your friend they're no longer allowed to listen. Oh. No, tell them uh, it was an hour ago. Boy, that's sad. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how it is. People. I mean, I'm no. sitting here screaming at clouds every day. Nobody even pays attention to me. People do. Oh. I, would, I, would, I would be willing to bet that people pay more attention to you than to us on certain days. Oh, come on. Give me a break. Give me a, all right. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I'll see you at the dog right, park. Bye. See ya. Oh, I will. I'll see you there, brother. He All right, has to bye. get back to his listener. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. See how easy that was? That was fantastic. A lot of chaos there. That is awesome. What was I even talking about now? Um, God, I forgot. And I wish I had a way to actually get somebody to interact with me. Since everything that I'm saying right now is not actually happening live. And that's the oddest thing. Because um, when I'm doing this show, like right now, um, to to not actually be able to bounce it off any anybody is just messing with my head. Well, you heard it when I, I, I actually said, somebody look up the phone number for LAV. I think uh, there was a time when I actually did do this show like that, where I would just record it, but in the uh, long, rich history of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Um, Anyway, yesterday, I took a little time to tell you all that the starting time of my podcast is is going later. I am actually going to be on later, uh, starting very soon, maybe like a month. It might be about a month. That's what I think that that is going to happen. I, I didn't really um, give you any details other than that. Um, that my, I think I indicated that my mornings would be more busy and I would uh, have an obligation. And uh, a lot of people are, are uh, going two and two to make four on that deal. Um, but I'm not really at liberty yet to give you the details, but they're great. They're great details. And uh, a lot of people are trying to um, fill in the blanks, things like that. Uh, So I can't. I can't right now because uh, I've I've been given strict marching orders about what I can and cannot say because, well, there's there's some, uh, well, whatever. There's there's reasons behind the scenes as to why. But it's not that I'm keeping it from you. Uh, But I just have to think about... um, uh, it's all good though. You're going to love this when you hear this. I don't mean to blue ball you, but I kind of wanted to get everybody to wrap their mind around the idea of um, my show. Cause it happens live every day at 8 AM is going to start later now, uh, probably right around 10 AM. Okay. I did go into more detail on yesterday's Patreon. There were some more questions that were asked that I did answer. So if you are on Patreon, If you checked out the Monday, February 19th edition of the Patreon bonus live stream or or the recorded version, the audio version, um, we kind of fell into an ask me anything 
because people want to know. And, and I, so I did tell them some things more that I would, I was comfortable talking about behind a paywall. Um, nothing ultra specific, but just, I was giving you an idea of what I'd be doing and I'm not, uh, comfortable just blasting it out on the free platform. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Another opportunity to, um, uh, sell the Patreon. Another person just heard me on LAV. That would be my pal, uh, Kyle from a company that used to advertise on the Eric Zane show podcast. He listens. Uh, yo, you just heard that, huh? I did. How about that? Was that like, wait a minute, what's going on? Well, hold on. I got a fucking, <laughs> I got a fucking, uh, yeah. 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 All right. I'm, I had to take it off the Bluetooth. Yeah, that was uh, that was cool, dude. You were like, wait a minute. I, I know that guy. Yeah. Well, first you were like, how? And I was like, I was like, why does that sound so familiar? And then I, was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, that's him. That was crazy. Yeah, I bet it was. I bet it was. Hey, how about that dumpster? That thing was full. Was it? Yeah, I asked Tony. He said that he said I was like I was like how full is it? I was like usually you don't put that much stuff in there, and he was like yeah, it wasn't completely full. It was about half but, full for me. For me, that's a lot. But that's a, I've done that like three times now. That's a lot. I mean, that's all that is, is shit we've been collecting. Yeah, yeah. Where, where do you get all this stuff? Because it's, it's I mean, there's well, I guess there's what three of you that live in your house, right? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of good stuff in there. There was a couple of lamps. There was a boombox radio. I don't. When I say good, I mean it's still intact. It's not fucked up. But uh, yeah, I it, it's it's like I just got to get rid of it. And and I, I think that that's important. I, that's what I was talking about on the show. It's important for people who are old as shit to get <laughs> get rid of their shit because their kids are gonna have to take care of that stuff when they die. Man, every once in a while, I'll be talking to, like, some old lady at, like, a, a consultation or some appointment or whatever, and, like, maybe, like, one out of ten times, they'll say that, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, baby, I'm like, you get it. Yes, <laughs> yes, you got to get rid of it, man, because your kids don't want it. They don't want that shit. They're just going to throw it out themselves. Yeah, they're going to throw it out, and they're going to cry a bunch while they're doing it because they're going to, like, find a bunch of old shit that has, like, sentimental value. Yeah, it's a mess, you know what I mean? Just toss it, baby. All right, I just wanted to get your uh, uh, connect with you after you heard your old pal EZ on the radio. Yeah, that was sick, dude. You you were me on that. You were me. yes. What did I just say? You were me on uh, your show yes. on that show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah. I'll talk to you Thursday. All right, peace. Peace. All right, Oops. I just cut him off. Kyle, a rare Tuesday edition. Tuesday appearance on the Eric Zane Show podcast. And an odd day where, holy shit, my God, we're not even broadcasting on the internet. Things are that fucked up. So difficult to do it this way. Nevertheless, I press on. Nothing can stop your old pal, EZ. Anyway, uh, normally the show is heard on Twitch and, and viewed on Twitch, Facebook, X, and YouTube. Uh, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Dear Meathead happens tomorrow. I would love you to ask a question uh, to Dad, taken from, ripped from the headlines of your own lives. 
whatever's going on in your world, uh, I would love you to send a question along to eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox. Shoreliners striping. They will start, uh, stripe the parking lots, the athletic fields, whatever you need. Shorelinersstriping.com. All right. Uh, as I mentioned, Patreon. Thursday, it'll be another edition of Big Fraud Thursday with, of course, who are these free beers? Not to mention the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. We've got some new video to review of Jimmy, this creative genius. Uh, that will be part of a Big Fraud Thursday. The open and live stream of this catastrophe brought to you by the Grand Rapids Gold. GrandRapidsGold.com. That'll take you right to their website. You can get tickets Sunday. Is Marvel Superhero... Wait a minute. Not this Sunday. Next Sunday is Marvel Superheroes Day. 3 p.m. Get your kids. Costume them up and get to the basketball game. Buy your tickets, grandrapidsgold.com. It's time to talk taxes, unfortunately. Uh, We got to get them done. And if you're sitting around going, God, I just, uh, it seems like the uh, window between times that I do this, getting shorter and shorter. I don't want to do my own taxes. I don't want to utilize the stupid TurboTax because it sucks. What do I do? I could go to H&R Scam and overpay for those bastards. How about we do what Easy has been suggesting for years now? Reach out to Tag Accounting. Online at tagcpa.net. Tagcpa.net. That's who you get a hold of. The tax hobbit Troy Ginzer has been doing my taxes for years. The number, 616-301-9516, from no matter where you are in the listening audience, TAG Accounting will help you. Also, a sponsor for anyone in the listening audience, doesn't matter where you are, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Uh, get you into that mortgage, whether it's your 10th mortgage, with you know, like you've done this many, many times, or your first mortgage, Mario will roll out the red carpet for you. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh, my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, 
okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park All right. Uh, this was uh, a little bit disheartening to me. I don't like this. And I this is something that I talked about on the huge show. The Detroit Lions. Everybody's got Detroit Lions mania. The headline. Lions named Super Bowl favorite. By ESPN analysts. Okay. Let's break this down. The Lions got hot for two games. Two games and one half of a game in the playoffs. After a back half of the season, the final eight games, they were hot and cold. At times, excellent. Other times, horrid. Horrid. But they managed to get in with uh, winning the division. Never, That's never happened. All right, great. And then, could it be, though, that them getting hot and winning two playoff games and for the first half of the NFC Championship being in the driver's seat only to be uh, one of the most cataclysmic choke jobs I have ever seen. Dare I say, I am not believing. I'm having trouble believing that. Okay. And I, I think this is a defense mechanism for anybody who follows a team that just has been a pile of shit for years. This may be some kind of weirdo long con. Dan Campbell set us up after the NFC championship game. When he said for a lot of these guys, this is the last, this was the last shot. And 
it's going to be twice as hard to have this type of success next year. That's not, uh, you know, that's not glass half full there. That's glass, zero glass. You don't even have a glass. There's no glass involved. That sounds to me like he's not very optimistic about them having, and I'm like, how could he possibly do that? I don't know. Maybe he's doing one of these uh, uh, hope for the best, but expect the worst to avoid a letdown. I don't know. So when I read stories about how ESPN is picking the Lions to uh, be in the Super Bowl, I don't know if it's be in the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. I haven't really gotten into the article that much. It says, uh, let's see. This is from Lions Wire. This is, uh, they open up with when Ferris Bueller took his day off, he made it a point to mention that life comes at you pretty fast. Great reference. For the Detroit Lions, the last three years with Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have seemed like a blur. As they enter year four, people are beginning to favor them for a Super Bowl. ESPN pulled 11 of their analysts. And nearly half of them favor the Lions to make it to the Super Bowl. Come on. Analysts Mike Clay, Dan Graziano, Jordan Reed, Mike Tannenbaum, and Lindsey Thierry all picked the Lions to win the NFC next year. Tannenbaum selected the Lions to win the Super Bowl. As he had them defeating the Los Angeles Chargers for the grand prize. The Los Angeles Chargers. Well, th- this idiot doesn't have any credibility. The Los Angeles Chargers suck shit all year long. Are they suggesting just because they got a uh, scam artist, Jim Harbaugh, that they're going to win the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, he might. He's an excellent cheater. Uh, also in that discussion, the green Bay Packers were selected by three analysts, the Rams by two and San Francisco by just one. While it may seem like a bold take, this is the new normal for lions fans. And I'll add for now, for now. Uh, The article goes on to say it's best that fans and media alike better stop and look around once in a while or they may miss it. Okay, I am... I'm more suspicious than ever. I was less suspicious during the year. There was a point in the year when I was like, they are screwing this up. And then they got hot. And all they had to do, win two playoff games and then play well in the first half of one. And all of the nonsense that happened during the year when this team forgot how to play football was forgotten, but I haven't forgotten it. Hell no. I don't know. I think it's just dangerous. I'm one of those guys. All right. Easy is going to take a break and I will be back. More coming up. Don't go anywhere. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Hello strange to me to be doing this show in recorded fashion and trying to maintain the uh, momentum of a live show. It's like I have to kind of put my mind, trick myself into the mindset of, hey, you're live. 
because it is different. If you know you're not live, you don't have the same, you don't, you're not as sharp because you don't have to be, you know? So I have to trick myself. Hey, you're live. Everything you're saying is going out to the world. So be careful. Just don't say the N word, you know, stuff like that. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Damn it. All right. But uh, no big deal. No big deal. This is where Easy earns his money. The show must go on one way, shape, or form. Uh, locally, well, in Michigan, there's a story about how federal money is paying for 41 EV charging stations along the highways, interstate, in the great state of Michigan. And I need to know more about this because I'm interested in what ultimately, where this is going to lead. And I'll get to more about that. I'll talk about it more as the, uh, as the story goes on. It's become more common out on the roads. Michigan is set to build dozens of charging stations across the state, all thanks to $23 million from the federal government. Several of those stations will be in West Michigan. New State's Byron Tollefson is live in Walker, where one of the stations will be built. Byron? We are right here behind the marathon. Okay, he's literally next to a dumpster. Marathon gas station on Alpine Avenue in Walker. It's is that the best shot you could get in front of a dilapidated, rusted-out facade building and a dumpster? It's not too much right now behind that gas station, but... At some point, there are going to be at least four super-fast electric vehicle chargers here. Shannon Heads of Grand Rapids has driven an electric car, the Mustang Mach-E, for nearly two years now. She loves it. She says it saves her money on fuel. I think I'm saving money on not having to do anything for gas. And the vehicle maintenance is very, very low, if any, because there's not a whole lot of moving parts. There's no real engine. The only problem is taking road trips. Even with the auto industry's shift toward electrification, there's still a lot more gas stations out there than electric vehicle chargers. Michigan is trying to change that. Uh, yeah, I knew this was going to happen. I knew I would start actually doing the story and then somehow the internet would puke because we're in this weird mode right now where it's like hit or miss. But it it makes me wonder, okay, great. So there's four charging stations in the place that they just described, or there will be. And they want so many people to be driving. They want everybody to be driving an EV right now, which I, I think that they might say that outwardly, but they don't like mean that. And I think that this is all uh, theater because at the end of the day, there's no way in hell we live in a world where electrification can be supported. It just can't. I, I saw a video the other day. I mentioned it before about um, one of the charges, charges that they're installing right there that they're talking about. If somebody shows up and charges their car and it's uh, as quick as possible, let's say it's a six-minute job. First of all, they got to pay for it. They actually have to put in money, but whatever, you know, uh, if, if you're not paying for gas, I get it. You got to pay for it. I mean, it's not free. 
but the amount of energy it takes to charge one car is the equivalent to like two dozen households in an entire day. Now, imagine in this fantasy world of theirs, if there's dozens of chargers at the station and everybody's charging their car. And then as soon as they get done, another person comes in line and they char- We're talking about an unbelievable of energy uh, being transferred. That on the hottest day of the year in whatever part of the United States, when there's zero chargers, when everybody has their air conditioners on, the people that run the power company are like, oh God, is there an opportunity for like a blackout or a failure of the grid or a brownout or something like that? You know, considering the fact that your power company, they offer to all consumers um, for you to enroll in a program where you volunteer to have your power um, shut down so your air conditioning goes off in the event that they need it. They give you like a credit and it's, it's horse shit. I, I, I tried it once. I was like, well, this sucks because it's like the hottest it's peak time. And I'm sweating my dick off because my air won't go on. Take me off of this. I don't want anything to do with this. I don't get how they expect the consumer or how the grid is going to behave with that type of uh, draw on it. It just doesn't seem sustainable to me. But yet, here we are. I did see that one of the automakers has just um, started to change their focus to some degree from what 18 months ago was all EV, 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 and uh, to more of plug-in hybrids, restarting their plug-in hybrid program. And honestly, I couldn't even tell you what the hell the difference. I'm guessing plug-in hybrid is it, uh, relies on the battery most of the time. And then a small motor will kick in, in the event, kind of like a Prius. Maybe I, I guess I'm not hundred percent sure. I don't know. The hybrid that we have is not a plug-in hybrid, but it's fucking great. And, uh, I, yes, yes, please. I'll take 50 miles a gallon. Of course that balances out with the truck that I have. And then there's the idea that in California, the business of, uh, we are, uh, ba- you, you actually cannot have a combustion motor after a certain year. How the hell is that going to work? That might be as, as difficult to do as like trying to get the guns from people's hands. You know, the old pry the gun from my cold dead fingers. You're going to say, get pry the steering wheel of the, of my, uh, of my Chevy pickup from my cold dead hands. Come and take it. Don't tread on me. Fuck you. That's how I see this going. All right. Hire me on Cameo. I am just like uh, George Santos. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. My cameos are 20 bucks. They're a lot of fun. Uh, I can roast. I can be nice. Whatever you choose. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Congrats to the immortal Joe Martinez. A brand new grandbaby is here. And uh, what was the text he sent me? Because, you know, it's uh, it's so like a, a melting pot in that, in that household. Because his sweet daughter 
who is Mexican, is married to a Chinese-Italian. Oh, my God. Three little girls. All right. Half Chinese. He writes, half Chinese and half Mexican and a little Italian. I don't think that's right. Because your son-in-law is half Chinese, half Mexican. No, half Chinese, half Italian. That means that the little ones are half Chinese. No, God damn it. Half Mexican from your daughter. One quarter Italian, one quarter Chinese. I think it's half Mexican, one quarter Chinese, and one quarter Italian. Period. You're fucking that whole thing up. I'm recording a bit about you right now as my live stream is down. Period. Peace and love. Yeah, I don't think he knows how uh, fractions work. The mom's a Mexican. The dad is half Chinese, half Italian. You see how that works, Joe? Well, anyway, uh, reach out to Joe when it comes to anything HVAC-related furnace, AC, hot water heater, 616-516-8579 for A&E heating and cooling. My friends over at Impact Power Sports invite you to check out their selection of uh, things like ATVs, UTVs, four-wheelers, three-wheelers, side-by-sides, two-wheelers. That would be a motorcycle. Also, e-bikes, Michigan's newest Yamaha golf cart dealer. Impact Power Sports, online at impactpowersports.com. They are in Rockford, Michigan, along 14 Mile Road. Check them out. They even have popcorn. Love those folks over at Impact Power Sports. They sponsor my studio. Thank you very much and are awesome. Uh, thank you to the Green Medicine Shop online at thegreenmedicineshop.com. Cannabis users, get it all at Green Medicine Shop in Greenville, Michigan. Many, many positives and a couple negatives to buying from the Green Medicine Shop. Negative. You got to drive to Greenville. But that's a beautiful trip. It's a beautiful town. And they are beautiful sponsors. And I know... You love supporting my sponsors. So head to Green Medicine Shop in Greenville, Michigan. Get your 2.5 ounces and drive home. Or your edibles or your CBD products. All the cleanest, best, awesome, best cannabis you will ever buy. And i that's no hyperbole either. Um, cannabis at a medical facility cleaner than at a recreational facility higher standard less yeast less mold in the product you're skipping the 10 percent excise tax if you buy cannabis recreationally you're paying 16 percent to the state for sales tax and excise tax uh, not so with medicinal 
Uh, also, there's only one way to buy it, and you have to have a um, a med card. And if you already have one, there you go. Just go and buy. If you don't, head to thegreenmedicineshop.com. And uh, there's a spot online right at the top. Get the med card. Click on that. And then it'll take just a handful of minutes. And then you're good to go. People do it in the parking lot of the shop, and they realize it's a med shop. Now, it does cost you $90 when you do that to get your med card. But once you do that, you get a $100 in-store credit. So you actually come out ahead by 10 bucks. All at The Green Medicine Shop. Online at thegreenmedicineshop.com. Uh Joe Martinez says, figures, piece of crap, Twitch sucks. He thinks my problem is Twitch. Twitch isn't the problem, comma, senor, dot, dot, dot. It's simply an internet issue in my neighborhood. Period. All right. Moving on. So a lady, you don't know this lady. Um, her name is, thank you to uh, Rainbow Flag Jeremy for sending this along. <laughs> he sent me this story and he wrote fucking asshole Catholics. Being that EZ is a cradle Catholic. And it, uh, you know, things started to go around in my brain when, you know, the priest abuse scandal, but then I turned a blind eye to that. I was like, ah. Okay, that was a problem, but uh, not enough to make me leave. And I should have left that. I don't understand how that I could say, how I could justify in my brain, yeah, that's a problem, but uh, uh, not a little, uh, you know, a little speed bump, you know, that uh, abuse of thousands of children and then covered up, priests moved. Nobody uh, comes to justice. Eh, speed bump. The fact that that ever, I mean, it's one of the most hypocritical moments in the history of humanity that I would have that happen to me, that I would actually do that. The church, though, did spend quite a bit of time um, trying to, you know, be upfront with people and be transparent as best that they could. And uh, morons like me bought it. <clears throat> Uh, despite with the glaring, um, you know, I didn't have a gay family member. So I'm like, ah, well, you know, they, it's, it's, uh, it's a rule who cares, whatever. Now, all of a sudden in my own household, I've got a gay daughter. Then it's like, uh oh, then it kind of like, I saw the light and I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can no, I can't support it. I, and I've said this before, two, three years before, maybe longer. I was I was really struggling with um, Judge Smolinski here in town, She's a gay lady, and uh, they she went on TV because they shut her down. She went up to get communion. They go, you're 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 one of the gays. You can't take communion. Oh no, it was really awful. Um, I had some talks with my priest about that, and I was starting to get away from the church then. To be fair, uh, to fair to me, because I actually was like, okay, this is, this is fucked up. And then like it was meant to be, 
I find out my daughter's gay. I'm like, well, all right. Now, this is this is for sure. I'm not going back. That's it. I'll find a church that is welcoming to everybody. There are three that I know of. But I've said this before. Organized religion, I'm kind of, you know, at a crossroads with the entire idea of organized religion. So the Catholics in New York, uh, a lady by the name of Cecilia Gentili died. And uh, Cecilia Gentili, as I understand it, was a big activist. Uh, She's only 52. She was a supporter of uh, transgender people. She also was an advocate for sex workers. I don't understand. I don't. I guess I don't know. I've never heard of this person. I don't know what you, how you advocate for sex workers. I, I don't know if that's, hey, we should legalize sex work. I think we kind of do in this country, if you think about it, in a way, you know, with uh, the way, I guess, just like through OnlyFans, but that isn't actually having sex with anybody. But I don't know. This is very messy of a topic, but I, I still want to get into it nonetheless. And she's also an activist for people with uh, HIV and AIDS. Again, I'm just learning learning about uh, Cecilia Gentili. She died February 6th. And uh, she grew up attending Catholic services in her home country of Argentina. She was also an avowed atheist. Now, Right away, I'm like, well, why in the world? Why in the world would you have a ceremony at the most Catholic of Catholic places, St. Patrick's Cathedral in New York? So I'm kind of like on both sides here. Because the Catholics, the Catholic Archdiocese of New York is actually condemning the funeral of Cecilia Gentili at St. Patrick's Cathedral. The um, people that are friends and family are, quote, outraged over what is called scandalous behavior that the Catholic Church would do that. Well, first of all, I don't think anybody should be surprised with that. First of all, she's an atheist. I guess to the uh, respect of the deceased, why in the world would you have it at St. Patrick's? That's even more insulting than uh, sex for Sam with Opie and Anthony. Friends and family characterized the service as iconic and historic with funeral organizers saying they believe Gentilly was the first trans person to have a funeral at the cathedral. Mourners showed up in feathery red dresses, fishnet stockings, and lace veils. And the community prayed for God to protect trans people with health care and housing. In one, eulogy, in one eulogy, Gentili, a former sex worker, was remembered as St. Cecilia, mother of all whores. All right. 
I would have loved to have been there just to hear St. Cecilia, mother of all whores. But after videos from the funeral and news reports from CNN and other outlets began circulating online, some prominent Catholics and conservative groups responded with backlash. A senior leader at St. Patrick's, which is the seat of the Archdiocese of New York, said after the fact that it was deceived into hosting the service. How? CNN reached out to the yard. How about you? You'd think you'd know if you got a person where they're wheeling in who's known as St. Cecilia, mother of all whores. I don't know. Perhaps um, St. Cecilia Gentile, maybe this was um, she wanted to be have her funeral service, even though she's an atheist. And obviously against the Catholic Church in there just to kind of like one more F you, if you will. Who knows? CNN reached out to the Archdiocese of New York on Friday for comment before it publicly condemned the funeral, but did not receive a response. The cathedral only knew that family and friends were requesting a funeral mass for a Catholic and had no idea our welcome and prayer would be degraded in such a sacrilegious and deceptive way. Reverend Enrique Salvo, the rector of St. Patrick's Cathedral, said in a statement. That such a scandal occurred at America's parish church makes it worse. That it took place as Lent was beginning the annual 40-day struggle with the forces of sin and darkness is a potent reminder of how much we need our prayer reparation, repentance, grace, and mercy to which this holy season invites us. See, no, I think that's all bullshit. You know, what they need to do is just say nothing. Just let it go. In a day and an age when the Pope is trying to somehow thread the needle about, um, you know, gender issues and homosexuality and we're all accepting and I, uh, I don't know which remains to be seen whether or not any of that even sticks the last thing you want to do is call this call attention to this and take a hard stance upon a dead lady known as the saint of all whores mother of all whores which is just a great great line Saint Cecilia, mother of all whores. Wow. I would want that on my tombstone. Saint Zane, mother of all whores. Uh, Let's see. Cheyenne Dorishow, one of the organizers, said in an interview with the Washington Post, that she told the cathedral that Gentili was, quote, a sex worker advocate, an icon, and an activist. You know, that's, that's a flowery way of saying it. She herself wants to be known as a whore. She needs to say Gentili was a whore who loved all whores and loved whoring. Well, you got to because she's known as the mother of all whores. Why the fuck wouldn't you? She asked, she added that the house of worship did not ask about Gentili's gender identity or sexuality 
and that she did not proactively disclose it to them. You don't have to. If a cisgender person family organizes their funeral, does the family tell the church that they were cis? Dora Shaw told the Post, if not, why is that being asked of us? No, you're right. You're 100% right. Catholic Church, when you get someone who's known as mother of all whores being wheeled down and there's whore music playing and people are shouting, whore, whore, whore. You just got to turn a blind eye to this whorish behavior. You're not going to have this opportunity every day to wheel down the mother of all whores. You got to embrace it. You got to show that you can turn the other cheek. I think that that is a positive step in the right direction if they had the wherewithal to understand the gravity of that moment and that they're with royalty, the mother of all whores. You got to open up your heart to these people. They're very, very sad for this whore. The statement went on to say, well, first of all, it said, we bestow sainthood upon Cecilia for her life's work, for how she ministered, mothered, and loved all people, regardless of HIV, immigration, or employment status. Now, that's a nice way of saying whore. Cecilia preferred to be known as whore. Her heart and hands reached those that the sanctimonious church continues to belittle, oppress, and chastise, and she changed the material conditions for countless people, including unhoused people and those who need health care. The statement continued. The only deception present at St. Patrick's Cathedral is that it claims to be a welcoming place for all. That is not true. You're right. You are right about that. Um, not all those agree. We talked, uh, there was a, several people there saying Jesus welcomed everybody. He didn't say if you're one thing or another, you're outside the tent. So true. So true. Catholic church just can't get out of its own way. I think when you have it right in your face with the fishnet stockings, the guys are the girls, the girls are the guys. Um, sign on the coffin mother of all whores they they just can't hang they 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 can't hang they are not cool enough and i think that that's a bold move that's a statement from beyond the grave and we all need to pay attention to it that the mother of all whores had her funeral at saint patrick's cathedral that is a fantastic move fantastic All right, that's my two cents on that. Uh, thank you to Rainbow Flag Jeremy for sending that to your old pal, Easy. He's part of uh, my uh, gay army. Uh, I am slowly but surely building my audience of gays. Because uh, this show is all accepting all everything, you know. Assholes, not assholes. The open invitation still exists 
to the former Zaniac if they simply apologize for the harassment, the stalking, the belittling, the attacking of me. Um, again, I will still forgive you if, I mean, this is something that all these people are going to do on their deathbed, which is coming quickly. These are not, these are not healthy people. How do you expect those people to survive when they can't even manage their own teeth? You know? All right. Shout out to Throat Slash Dale, Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Uh, it, he's taking people on the schedule right now for power washing two, three, one, seven, four, zero, four, zero, nine, eight. If you are in the West Michigan area, you got a job to be done. Dale will do it for you. Also janitorial services at area restaurants. He is a certified hood cleaner. So that big apparatus that's over the grill at your restaurant, Dale cleans those. He's certified to clean those. Call them, 231-740-4098. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric St. Show podcast. He'll help you with any of your IT troubles um, and also on an upgrade. So if, uh, let's say, your employees need all new gear, if you just start buying stuff, more than likely you're going to buy too little, too much, not the right thing. Spend too much money, spend not enough money. It's good to sit down for a 30-minute consultation with Blue Frost IT. Oops. Sorry, O'Neal. You can reach out to them, 616-285-50. That's 616-285-50. All right. The gigantic crash at the Daytona 500 yesterday. Actually, two of them, as I understand it. I'm going to park on the one here. So, you got 30 cars going around the thing at 200 miles an hour. Like, pedal down all the way to the floor. Everybody all bunched up. I mean, look at that. One false move, and it's like uh, when one guy crashes in the Tour de France, except they're going much slower. I don't know what's more catastrophic. I think that those Tour de France crashes um, are just as spectacular as a big crash in the Daytona 500. I don't think anybody really got hurt in this. It's a miracle that that that, that happens. I remember that one, obviously, Earnhardt comes to mind. But uh, the one when the same race that Earnhardt died, uh, earlier in that race, Tony Stewart's car flipped like 8 million times. What's the one guy's name? Ryan Stewart? No, that's Tony Stewart. Ryan something. Ryan... God damn it. If you were here listening to this live, you'd be able to help me. Ryan, some guy, Ryan something. He got really screwed up. He was hurt. All right. Audio check, video check. This is how it unfolded. Now Logano the outside. Thank you. Okay. You see that guy right there? He just moved across. 
and I'll link this up in the show notes. He's that's part of the trouble. Outside, they can't get rid of. Oh yeah, he went a little wonky, and he he took out the he did like a pit maneuver that you see a cop do on a fugitive. They can't get rid of. Oh no! Kozlowski gets turned by William. Uh, you know, of course, of course. I should have known. I thought I had it all loaded up that I could uh, actually get away with playing it for you, but. I don't know that that's going to happen. Being that I am internet compromised today. Uh, if you ever get the opportunity to go to one of these races, go. Uh, my level of interest in racing is going to Berlin Raceway, but if you ever get an opportunity to go to a NASCAR race, you have to do this. You will become a fan for life. Uh, back in the day, the old radio days, I don't know how it came together, but the next thing I know, I am in a vehicle being escorted by cops past all of the traffic jam. There's like a five-mile traffic jam to get into the track. It's Eric, Easy. wait, that's me. It's me, Freebeer, Greg, and Joe in a shuttle bus with a bunch of people from a hotel. We were in Cocoa Beach. We're going to the Daytona 500 two years in a row. And we get close, and uh, we start seeing uh, brake lights. And we're like, okay, well, let's call in. I'm like, wait, what, huh? Yeah, so we call in. Somebody makes a phone call. The next thing you know, there's a... Uh, a state trooper going, driving over the grass in between like where one direction goes one way and another direction goes the other way and gets in front of us and gets on the shoulder. And this was all set up through like the sponsor cat footwear police escort. We skip all that shit. We, we, we cut into the line. When we get to the track, the, the gates open like fucking the red sea. And we go driving into the infield. Cop peels off. See you later. Thanks. Like, holy shit. The trailer drives over to an RV, one of those big fucking RVs. And we get out, and uh, NASCAR driver Ward Burton is there. And I remember this because he's got a uh, accent from the state of Virginia. And he sounds like Elmer Fudd. Hey, this is Wall Button. <laughs> Welcome to the Catfootwear truck. And I'm like, this guy's retarded. And he's like uh, greeting the sponsors, and we're in the mix with that. And he does, uh, there's Cat, whatever the fuck is his sponsor. I don't know. And I was, I remember him talking, and I was like, I cannot believe you even exist. What a what a weird accent. Virginia accents are absolutely filthy. They make uh, Hillbilly Tennessee look like Rhodes Scholars. So bad. So I was totally disgusted with this guy. Uh, when you're there, you've got all these RVs lined up next to each other. You go on the roof of it. You watch the race. And I noticed that Joe was drinking a lot of alcohol quickly and he ended up getting so 
fucking sloshed. One of the most sloshed people I've ever seen in my life. One of the things that happened prior to him getting drunk was they passed out some baseball hats. Here, here's a baseball hat for you to wear. And it said like Cat Diesel Power on it. That was the sponsor. And so we like threw them all. We no, Nobody wore a hat. And for some reason, when he was that intoxicated, he suddenly got worried about the hat. And he's like on this drunken mission, like stumbling around, going, Where's my hat? Where's my hat? And he's just like, oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, so that all happens. When it's time to go home, okay, Joe is in his little seat. And uh, one of the things they gave us was like a, uh, a lunch. And it was like a sack lunch. And uh, turns out that Joe left his in there in the bus while we were doing our thing. We didn't even need the lunch because there's plenty of food at the thing. He can't even move. He's out. And uh, we're all kind of like groggy. It's late. We're driving back to Cocoa Beach. And uh, I, I hear the uh, rustling of a bag. So... I'm hearing that and it's because he's sitting right next to me. And I like him. I, I like open one eye and I see him fumbling with the bag and he's, he's pulling everything out of the bag. What is he doing? What the fuck is going on? We finally just got him calmed down because after the hat debacle and like, what, the, what the fuck is he up to? All of a sudden everything's out of the bag. Then, he opens the bag and he folds it over. And he puts it over his face. Now it's over his face. And I go, oh my God, this is happening. And he puts his head down between his knees. It just, I mean, he it's gone. It's so full of his barf. So much so that he's vomiting so much vomit that we start to fumble and take shit out of other bags. Get another one, get another one, get another one. So he then manages to like spin the bag of puke so that it won't leak out, which was a miracle. And then we handed him another bag and he continues to puke. Now, one of the things I remembered about this was how amazed I was at how efficient he was despite this ridiculous level of drunkenness. He didn't have one bit of biohazard leave the bags. And then when we finally showed up at the hotel and we got him off the bus, we're like, we're so sorry. And there, there was no mess. And we went back and got these big, full bags of puke. And they, they didn't leak. Nothing. Nothing. No holes. And we had to actually carry them out like lunches, two full bags of puke and just threw them right in the trash. Like, holy shit. What a nightmare. Never seen anybody so drunk in all my life. My God. Uh, oh, some nice person just sent me a request on cameo. Maybe I can do it like, uh, 
uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Not George Floyd, George Santos. Let's see. For Julie from Derek. Birthday today. They're turning 43. What are they doing for their birthday? What's something? Okay. I, I'm going to actually wait to do this one. If we were live, I'd do it. At the end of this, he writes, congrats on the new job. Nobody knows what I'm doing yet. But you're going to love the new job. Yes, it is a new job. You are going to love this. This is going to be so spectacular. This has great potential. But I think I'm overselling uh, it. I think I'm overselling it. I think you all might be in the mindset that like, um, I'm going to Sirius XM. Howard Stern gave me a phone call. It's nothing that profound. It's nothing that big. But to me, it is. To me, it's very big. And uh, great opportunity. Fantastic opportunity. Very, very excited about it. I am lucky. Can't wait to tell you. Cannot wait to tell you. All right. Meanwhile, one more thing I wanted to get to, but I don't think it's going to work. I'll try it, but I don't think it's going to work. It's a clip of Charles Barkley and All-Star Weekend. Charles Barkley, one of my favorite tell-it-like-it-is guys. Nothing better than the tell-it-like-it-is guys. The conversation, and everybody's bashing him about it, like awful announcing is like, oh my God, can you believe this? Can you believe Charles Barkley said this? It's like, well, of course he said it. It's Charles Barkley. Uh, NBA uh, All-Star Weekend, there's discussion about um, playing a game in Indianapolis or in San Francisco. And that's where Chuck jumps in uh, to say, I mean, this is this is Chuck being Chuck. This is why Chuck gets paid the big bucks. Hey, Reggie, we love you. Let's not have another Austin. Let's <laughs> let this be the last <laughs> one. Come on, man. I knew it wasn't going to work. All right. I knew that was only going to get me so far, and I feel bad because I set it up as a great clip, and it's not going to work. But I have limitations uh, here in the house today. And I just can't, I can't deal anymore. I can't. I, my gun is empty. I've been able to pull off a show to some degree, despite, uh, internet issues. But as you know, when in doubt, I can always talk about my hair. All right. Before I give you the asshole of the day, this is very, very strange. Eric St. Show podcast. Uh, I remind you to head to my vouch store. And check out the products that I have for sale. Vouch merges creators with small business. And I have several products for sale, including uh, pet supplies, uh, hygiene supplies. One, it's, a, it's called the toothbrush. Not to mention camp craft cocktails. Uh, great, great products. The percussion gun massager is awesome. And uh, so on and so forth. All there at vouch.store slash Eric Zane. Thank you, Vouch. And Frank Fuss, last but not least, my man behind the insurance plans. He can take care of everything for you concerning insurance. Talking about getting your health care in the marketplace, 
Medicare, whatever it may be, Frank can help you. And the best part, Frank charges you zilch, nada. Some of you might be like, how does that even work? Well, you know, it's a three-way deal. The insurance agent gets you into the policy. The policy company pays, the insurance company pays Frank. Okay? These fantastic insurance companies don't have to spend big bucks on marketing because they've got an insurance agent to do it for them. That's what Frank does. And then I tell you about Frank. If you'd like to learn more and how Frank find out how Frank can help you with any type of insurance, go to buyinsurancehere.com. Buyinsurancehere.com for my man, Frank Fuss. The asshole of the day today. Uh, yesterday, it was Terry and Beth's kid Trenton for that bog fart at paintball. That was an all-timer. Today, your asshole of the day. The Catholic Church, congratulations. That's a lot of shit right there. Holy fuck. The fuck is wrong with you people? My God. And that is going to do it for me today. I appreciate your patience on this live, not live recorded show of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Till next time, folks. Thank you. And bye-bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park